He is here, your majesty. Cat Ashley's voice was grave, and she made no attempt to hide her displeasure. The fifty-two-year-old waiting lady observed with annoyance that the young queen, who now primped before her dressing table, bothered equally little to suppress her delight. If you do not mind my saying so, madam. But I do mind, Cat. I mind very much indeed. I have no need to be reminded of the scandal over Amy Dudley's death. I know it quite well already. Cat Ashley snorted. Your favourite wears his morning black, all right, but he struts about, a peacock all fine and glowing with good health, like a man just back from taking the waters instead of a widower come from a funeral, not to say a suspect in a murder inquest. Would you have my loyal friend looking grey and ill, then? Never, your majesty. Cat realised winning an argument with the queen was impossible. Never in a thousand years. Shall I show him in? No, just one moment more. Elizabeth took stock of herself in the silver-framed looking-glass and prayed her nervousness would not be apparent. She looked well enough. The three months of her lover's enforced absence, enforced by herself, had been a strain, certainly. She had suffered more than her share of migraines and head colds, but now her eyes were bright her skin beautifully pale and opalescent, and her red-gold hair a wavy halo round her perfectly oval face. Elizabeth's long, graceful fingers unconsciously sought a large silver locket she wore at her throat, one she'd recently taken to wearing, and she grasped it for comfort. "'Twas no ordinary bauble, this, but a valued keepsake. Not a soul knew that inside it nestled a miniature of her long-dead mother, Anne Boleyn, and a lock of that lady's dark, silky hair. Her black taffeta and brocade gown heightened the whiteness of the queen's flesh, but this day the choice of attire was dictated not by vanity, but by respect for the dead, Amy Dudley, and the return to court of Amy's husband, Elizabeth's favourite, her master of the horse, her beloved, Robin Dudley. Elizabeth rose from her dressing table. She was tall for a woman, almost unnaturally tall, but her father, King Henry, had been a giant of a man. She was slender as a reed, and the stays and underpinnings of her heavy gown held her torso rigid. The only allowances for graceful effect were her arms and hands, the tilt of her head, and her rich, modulated voice. "'This will be the last day of mourning attire,' she suddenly announced to Cat Ashley. Have Lady Sidney see to my wardrobe after she's had a moment to greet her brother. Yes, madam, and which gown will Her Majesty wish to wear first? inquired Cat, her voice acid with sarcasm. The scarlet one? Catherine Ashley! Elizabeth's eyes flashed furiously. I'll show Lord Robert in murmured the unrepentant waiting lady, and bustled from the Queen's bedchamber. It was the longest Elizabeth had been without him. Since her accession to the throne two years before, she had insisted that Robin, her dear friend from the age of eight, be at her side continually. His appointment as horsemaster had guaranteed his close company, and their passionate love affair had borne him on a great wave of aggrandizement at her hand. But— It had gained him more jealous enemies at court than friends. 
He had nevertheless weathered his raising with good nature and astounding grace, and despite the barbs and criticisms from every direction, Elizabeth had never once questioned his love and loyalty. Then his wife, Amy, had died under mysterious circumstances, and the hated courtier had fallen under suspicion. With leaden heart, Elizabeth had banished him from court to his house at Kew until the coroner's inquest would, hopefully, establish his innocence beyond a reasonable doubt. Elizabeth had endured their separation in a wholly disquieted state. For she had only recently completed the reading of her mother's secret diary. Filled with revelations shocking to the young queen, the writings had illuminated the nature of the deceiving and ambitious men who had destroyed Anne Boleyn. And for the first time, unbidden but undeniable doubts had arisen in Elizabeth's mind about Robin Dudley's motives.